what do so what do medicines do, and how can you tell uh, they are working? Well, the way you tell well what medicines do mm -hmm. is especially in depression anxiety, they very slowly over weeks will increase your serotonin level, and serotonin just seems to be the brain chemical that is responsible for giving you control over your thoughts. And so that's why you can tell if someone has a serotonin deficiency is if you've lost control of your thoughts, which means you've passed over that line from discouragement to depression. And so what the medicines do is they slowly increase the serotonin level. And so then as that level comes up, your thought control should gradually improve. So in other words, over weeks or a few months, you should, if you're on the right medicine, the right dose, you'll find that the thoughts that you've spent so much effort pushing away and fighting with, trying to get them into the background, you'll find that they just, they just slide back more easily and then they stop coming and they just disappear. And eventually your mind is clear and they're just not coming anymore. Um, and so another way I put it is when your serotonin level is low, it's like having high thought traffic. It's like having a traffic jam in your mind of all these thoughts that are banging into each other and you hate them all because they're so unpleasant that the traffic gradually clears, your concentration improves, you're not having to fight with your mind anymore and you relax. So that's the sign that you're on the right track. And so if you're on medicines and that isn't happening, then you need to tell your doctor, either you need a dose change or a medication change, but that's the key thing we look for. And we keep adjusting the dose until your mind is clear. So don't accept that, oh, I'm a little bit better. Keep telling, working with your doctor, keep reporting if you are having times where you can't shut it off and adjust your medicines until your mind is clear. So, okay. So the, here's the next question. Okay. So we do, if we struggle with the issue is the medical related and in that condition, we seek out for, for help and uh, got a prescription. And uh, so sometimes people struggle with the question, are they addicting? Will I ever get off the mess the rest of my life? So would you like to speak on that? Yeah, the, of course, it all depends how you define addicting, okay? So um, you could say, so some people define addicting is, um, if I don't take them, I'm going to, uh, am I going to need them for the rest of my life? And so they just feel, if I need them, then it must be an addiction, okay? Well, for people, uh, I'm short-sighted, so I wear contact lenses. And I find that if I take out my contact lenses, I have a complete and total relapse of short-sightedness and I can't see anything, okay? When I put them back in, I see really well. And so I like to have them in. In fact, I put them in every day. So you could say I'm addicted to them because if I stop wearing them, I can't see anything and I desperately want to put them back in. Okay, so for people who take medicines for depression, if they need the medicines and they stop taking it because someone told them that it's not Christian to take your medicines, Christians shouldn't be taking medicines, then they, will, they likely will have a complete relapse of the previous condition. And then they'll say, oh, you see, I'm addicted. I've got to get off these things because if I don't take them, I get depressed, I'm addicted. No, it's just the same as when I take my lenses out, I just go back to my untreated condition. And so if you stop taking your medicines that were helping with your serotonin levels, you just go back to your untreated condition. Well, 
I don't call that an addiction. I just say you're taking something that is medically necessary and useful. And if you don't take it, you don't get any help from it and you just go back to suffering. Well, why would you do that? Okay. Now, addiction is, is technically it's referred to narcotics and tranquilizers. In other words, you build up a, um, a, a need for them that requires gradually increasing doses to get the same result. And so, so, so tranquilizers and narcotics, yes, they're addicting. But the medicines we're talking about today are, are mostly antidepressants, antipsychotics. Those are the ones primarily used in mood problems and trauma problems. Well, they're not addicting, okay? But in the sense that if you stop taking them, you're going to feel crummy. But that doesn't mean you're addicted. That just means they're helpful. Now, if you stop taking them too abruptly, you'll get withdrawal symptoms. Well, they'll say, okay, so if I stop taking heroin, I'm going to get withdrawal symptoms. Well, yes, but that's totally different, okay? So um, the, the withdrawal symptoms is just mean you came off it too fast, okay? So that's why if you're changing medicines or, you know, they, you just go very gradually. So they are not addicting. Um, they're not mind-altering, okay? All they do is give you a clearer mind. And that's actually, here's another proof that these are not addicting is have you ever heard of anyone ever being arrested for trafficking on the street of antidepressants? Well, it's never happened because you can't get a buzz out of an antidepressant or an antipsychotic, okay? Whereas you get a buzz over the addicting medicines, tranquilizers and the narcotics. You can get a buzz and they, they have a street value. There's no street value in antidepressants because all they do is clear your mind and nobody wants to pay for that on the street. So, so that's why they're not addicting and they're, they're safe to take. Now, the other question is, how long do I need to take them for? Well, in my experience, the answer to that is, it depends on how long you'd been depressed or anxious or how long you'd had a mood problem before you came for help. Now, in my clinic, the vast majority of people who I saw, mostly, as they look back retros retrospectively, they, their mood had been down for 20 years. And they just put up with it, put up with it, put up with it, and then finally crashed and came for help. Now, for people who have had it for very long periods of time, if they, after they recover on their medicines, if they stop their medicines, they're just going back to their previous low serotonin that they had most of their adult life. So for them, there's no advantage to stopping. You know, it's like, Mike, I don't expect to not need my contact lenses just because I've worn them for a few years. You know, I'm still going to wear them, Okay. So I would say for antidepressants, if you've had depression or anxiety for a long time, stay on them. You're just going to relapse unless you've had a divine um, intervention. But for people who have only had a very brief episode of depression or anxiety, for example, postpartum um, after childbirth, if, if they were completely fine before a childbirth and after childbirth, they had a, an isolated event, well, then they may be able to come off the medicines after maybe a year after a year feeling well, because it was an isolated event and they were previously well. So, so many of those can take them very temporarily. But the vast majority of people who I see, it, they've, they've been down for a very long time, so they stay on it. But if it's a short interval, then you might be able to taper off really gradually under medical supervision, cautiously. 